0: There we go. Well, welcome everyone to this special edition of Ian's Untitled Scene Show. My name is Ian, and I am here with the great Tom of Patient 67 and we decided to do something very different today. And for people listening in the future, this will be on a regular podcast. But until then, we are on Facebook Live right now. So welcome everybody who is able to join us. And Tom, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: Ian, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, I'm really glad that we could uh, put something together, try something new. Um, yeah, absolutely thrilled to to be doing a live podcast with you. And thanks to everyone who's who've joined and they're hanging out with us today.
0: It's great to be doing this live between you and I, and then I'm watching the video, and there is such a delay <laughs> between when yeah. you answer questions and when I'm talking as well. But I also appreciate the character icon that I have as well because that makes me feel so much more at ease because it's a total mystery of what I look like except Tom you know what I look like because we have met before.
1: Yes, uh very out of nowhere. It's actually crazy to think um the the fact that we've met in person um after doing podcasts you know Three together years. over the last yeah. couple of y- years, yeah, through the pandemic and whatnot um and yeah, we were obviously in Vegas for when we were young, yes. um, mm-hmm. and I, you actually were like, hey, Tom, and I was like, hey, and straight away, I recognized your voice, and I was like, oh my God, Ian, <laughs> yeah. how are you going?
0: I think I think the best part of that, too, was you you were on your honeymoon, so you've been traveling around for a while. You had been just tired from all the traveling, all the events and everything that you had done. We were at emo night, and it wasn't like I saw you from across the room. We just both, because we're tall, both of us are tall. We're in the back enjoying, you know, what's left of the emo night. And I just happened to turn around like to my side, and there you were right there in the flesh. And I was blown away, and I was like, I got to say hello, I got to say something. And as soon as I talked, then you recognized me, and then we met in person.
1: It was cool. I mean, it was. Uh, we we had no idea what was to come the next day. Obviously, um, but um, <laughs> with the show not going ahead, but um, yeah, it was great. It was yeah. really cool to be able to um enjoy, you know, um, you know, a little bit of live music in person together.
0: Yeah. In case anyone doesn't know, if I mean, I would assume people in the scene and people that love Patient Sixty Seven and love, you know, what I do with the interviews with bands and everything, I would assume people know when we were young. So, I think they said it was around 80,000 people in Vegas for the 2-day show that they were having and I had only bought tickets for the first day, which was that Saturday. So we met on Friday at a like a randomly put together like kind of emo night with but it had live events I think as well, so they were kind of mishmashing everything together and that's where we met and we were just like, "Oh, well we'll see each other tomorrow." at the show it won't be that big a deal and then it got canceled on saturday probably 30 minutes before doors were going to open or maybe an hour before doors were going to open due to wind it wasn't anything else other than wind but if you remember that was probably the windiest day i have ever seen or ever felt i guess
1: yeah it was it was crazy to be there in person um for that like we um and uh kind of the scenes the next day when when we were young was officially sort of i mean there were rumors swirling the night before that the show might not go ahead because of the weather um and then the next morning yeah it was obviously announced and it was just kind of pandemonium on the streets of Vegas people just yep. didn't know where to go um or anything so it was it was it was surreal and it was kind of cool to be a part of it but obviously it was very dramatic and you know people were people were really inconvenienced oh, by it yeah. uh, and it was yeah
0: I I like Vegas enough. Like, I I definitely enjoy Vegas. But the reason why I was there was for the show. And then bands tried to make up for the cancellation by having certain shows, just like intimate shows at whatever hotels, basically, they were booked in. But the only way to get into those shows were if you were also staying at the same hotel. So it was kind of an out of luck type thing. But let's not talk about me on this. I believe, didn't you get to go for the second day, though?
1: Yeah, so I was really fortunate, um, Ian, that we had, and can I just quickly shout out everyone in the chat who's, oh, yeah. um, sent stars already? Thank you guys so much. Um, you can't see her, but my lovely cat Tiffany is also right underneath me joining us. So <laughs> she's here participating uh, willingly, which is nice. Um, nope, she's now in front of the screen. That's fine. Um, so essentially <laughs> we had, we were lucky enough to get, um, uh, a friend of ours in Vegas, um, was able to get us tickets to the next day, That's awesome. um, kind of last, kind of last minute. So we were able to go, um, but yeah, it was crazy and it was really, um, uh, I do feel for the people who traveled and have to try and sort other tickets or just go home and sort other plans. So it was, it was definitely, it's definitely something I won't forget.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Well, before, before we move on, what were some of your highlights? Because we never even got to talk about this. So I would appreciate hearing some highlights. I think other people would appreciate that.
1: Oh, (laughs) there, there's, yeah, she's there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So what, what are some of your, what were some of your favorite moments then of that technical first day uh, of when we were young then?
1: It's a great question. Um, I really enjoyed seeing, uh, a whole bunch of bands actually um probably the ones that stood out were paramore and mcr i know they're the headliners and it's not exactly you know a hot take to say those bands are, are, but sure. are special yeah. but seeing them live and then just i'd never seen um mcr before and the, the within 90 seconds to see paramore finish and then mcr starting it was almost uh, like very surreal right um but in terms of smaller bands i love seeing motionless and White. they brought out um they did slaughterhouse uh, with Brian from Not Loose. That was oh, awesome. Sure. Oh okay. um, And then they did. Um, uh, I saw Ice Night Kills for the first time. That oh right, brilliant. Um, sure. So yeah, it was just a stack of great bands. Pierce vale, the used. Had a great time. Very, yes. very much. Um, very much worth. Uh, you know, the festival had its doubters coming in, and obviously the weather was what it was. But the actual festival itself was so well organized, and it was it was a good day.
0: Do you think you'll? Well, I mean. We'll, we'll obviously get to it. You're coming to the States coming up, but is yeah. it something where they're obviously continuing into this year. Would you think about coming back? Like, did you have that good of a time that you're like, Hey, I enjoy Vegas and I want to do this show. Would that be a trip that you'd be willing to take?
1: You know, honestly, um, the lineup for this year, it's cool, but I don't think it was, I mean, it's very hard to get to the States from, from um where we are just exactly. to travel. Right. Um, it wasn't as appealing as last year's lineup for me but i think it's still a stacked lineup and i know people who are traveling from over east in melbourne and stuff um to go see it so yeah i think it's really cool that and they give you plenty of notice so people can get their travel plans and stuff together
0: yeah yeah that is that is very true well let's talk about let's start, i mean we're going to talk blue ridge we're going to talk about a lot of stuff but you are still coming to the states what in a few days i think
1: yeah, leave uh, early next week. So definitely surreal to be to be making the trip across again. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Obviously, it's a different, uh, it's going to be different than I sort of envisioned at the start of the year, but I'm right. um, excited all the same. Yeah.
0: Well, then do you want to jump into all the Blue Ridge stuff? Because I know I'm really, really interested. I'm not sure you've really been able to talk and really go through all the things that happened with that. So should we should we start there and then we'll we'll get to a ton of other stuff obviously but do you want to start with that?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um okay. I mean obviously and we've had it we've had plenty of questions around it like you know why it kind of worked out the way that it did with us not being able to make the journey and I think the first thing to sort of highlight is like we were all so like gutted when we realized that it was something that might not be able to happen. Right. Like as a band we were we were prepared to and I did in the statement like you can't really convey like motion through words all the time but like it was just so like we were just devastated because we were really planning our whole year around making this journey and making you know um this adventure of a lifetime come true to be able to go and play this festival with like so many amazing bands and i think once we started getting further and further into the process of acquiring you know attempting to acquire those visas we realized that it just wasn't quite um it wasn't quite possible for us as a band in mm-hmm. terms of where we are you know, with our touring history and our, um, you know, I guess the boxes that we've ticked um, to actually do it. So, yeah, once we sort of realized, we were sort of trying to find workarounds and different ways of doing it, um, but it really did. It really was a yeah, everyone in the band was like really hit hard by that news. And then we had to kind of regroup and be like, okay, well, how do we, can we do anything to fix it? Right. If not, like how do we tell people? Because we were just really like, Sad, you know, I know that sounds like it's quite candid, but it's just truth, you know, so
0: very, very true. I mean, it's, it's so incredible. I mean, I know bands that want to play Blue Ridge that are here in the States and don't have the opportunity. So for you guys to have been granted that opportunity to play in such a big festival. And I know you have always, well, I mean, the amount of times we've talked about your dreams of who you want to play with and touring in the States, it, it means a lot obviously to you I mean I think that's probably an understatement but I know we have talked about it before so before we even go into a little bit more of that how did you get to get on the Blue Ridge uh, event or schedule I guess is the way to put it how did you get into that whole thing in the first place
1: it's it's really incredible right and I think this is like part of what makes the story like I guess what what makes the story so cool to me is that the reason we got the opportunity is because of the people who are with us, like, right now, you know, the people who, who have supported our band and, and see something in us and want to support us, when we put the word out, like, we said to them, like, hey, you know, um, we I, we just did a post saying we would love to play Blue Ridge, and the amount of support we got from our, like, friends in the comments and right. stuff, they actually reached out to us as a result of that. We had a petition made by um, our street team, and it got, like, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of signatures. Like, it just blew us away, That's the support great. we were getting, unbelievable and then they actually reached out with an offer and we obviously accepted it straight away um you know we were really excited so it really was just about that fan support there was no like you know and I think we sort of set a bit of a precedent because I think bands saw us and what we were able to do and it is very hard like I feel like the thing that made it so special for us is that we had um people who were genuinely like it felt like they were on our team with us you know it wasn't just a token like oh those guys would be cool like I felt like there was a genuine um like yeah support and passion Yeah a for groundswell
0: people. if you will.
1: A groundswell yeah, yeah. and the momentum was kind of really cool um and it was a perfect chance for us to come to the States to do a show that was like you know such a huge fe- like a huge event um so yeah. Yeah, it was all because of our supporters, really. That's what it comes down to. And um, we just asked the question after that.
0: I love hearing that. Obviously, I've been a fan for a very long time. So I, I'm in the same boat as everyone else. So I always appreciate that as well. So encapsulating then what happened with not being able to pull it off, you're still coming to the States though. But is it, is it just you? Is the band coming fully? Or is that kind of where the disconnect happened? It's
1: it's so interesting because like I my, one of the flights that I bought were actually they weren't they refu- weren't refundable flights. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> so um so the plan was initially that like I would go a little bit early. Like I love um you know uh, California. I love like Disneyland. I'm unashamedly like a Disney. Uh, like you know I love it. I, I love gotcha. the parks. So my plan was to come over a little bit early um and enjoy some of that um and then obviously when Blue Ridge wasn't able to happen like and after i'd sort of pulled myself and as a band we'd sort of put ourselves together um i was left like with like a travel itinerary that um didn't really line up so it was just gotcha. a matter of adjusting the flights and i was like, i still want to come and have a break i want a chance to recharge and re um you know re-energize myself um after this you know because i think i was definitely taking it quite to heart as, oh, sure. as everyone in the band was but You know, I just really wanted a chance to regroup and, um, you know, um, kind of come back stronger. So getting away for a little while makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, no, that absolutely does. So when you're here and you're recharging, you know, going to California, checking out Disneyland and all that kind of stuff. Are you also going to be going to any shows while you're in the States as well? Or have you not planned that out so far?
1: Yeah, so like the plan was initially like I kicked around the idea of coming and and still going to Blue Ridge to meet everyone, mm-hmm. but there's a couple of things with that. The first thing was I didn't really want to come without the rest of the band. It was either we all go together or we don't go or, ah. I, or I don't go. Okay, um, I wanted to, and plus I would have felt it would have been really hard to watch those to watch the bands on stage killing it. Right, and right. like obviously as a fan, I'm like incredibly excited and I would have the best time, but the musician in me would be really i I'd be, I'd be a little bit heartbroken to still be there in person and not be able to um experience like being on stage and making memories right. with our with our friends uh who've supported us and got us there the other thing was it's very very expensive even to get from um California to oh sure where to Virginia. Is happening
0: yeah it's across the country right
1: it's it's a long it's a long way yeah. um and a lot of extra costs like it's not like money like it was going to be very, very, uh, a big financial undertaking to come. That's not exactly a newsflash for people, but, um, this would have added like an extra life stress on me personally yes. that, you know, I wasn't, um, I'd already lost probably a bit in terms of like the flights. So kind of wanted to minimize that.
0: Yeah. No, uh, that, but it
1: means yeah. when we do, it, it means when we do get the chance to come, it's going to be really special. You know, that's the way I look at it.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I ever took the, you know, having to cancel Blue Ridge as, we are never going to see Pace 67 live in the States. And I I highly doubt any of the fans thought that as well. I know it's difficult. I think everyone realizes, you know, whenever you're away from the States, even in Canada, sometimes it's hard for bands in Canada to tour in the United States, especially with all the extra regulations that have come around as well. It's extremely, extremely expensive. So the hope is that you can regroup, take your time, And at some other point, because of how much support that you guys have, you're going to be able to come back to the States and tour on your own. Like, however you want to do it, whether it's opening for someone, whether it's, you know, whatever tour package is able to do it, I don't see that. I don't see you being held back for that long.
1: I I think, and thank you, Ian, for, for saying that. I think the thing is for us is that, you know, we know that it's not a, it's not the end of the adventure. It's just the start of a new journey, you know, and I think, we, the good thing is, and we looked a lot of the positives out of it, like, you know, the amount of, um, you know, time and money and all of that and stress that it would have taken, while it would have been absolutely incredible, um, we get back a lot of time. We've been working on new music, nice. planning out new stuff, looking at other touring opportunities. So we've sort of regrouped and looking at other ways to do it. Um, and at the end of the day, it's no one's fault that this happened. Um it's it's not the there's there's regulations in place obviously the u.s is quite strict with how they operate in terms of letting people into work Uh it's a working it's a working visa at the end of the day um and we just can't quite meet the requirements but that doesn't mean we won't in the future and i think it just adds extra motivation and and for me definitely adds an extra layer of you know fuel to the fire to continue you know building what we have been and um yeah, we'll bring everyone on that journey with us. You know, we're definitely not going to be slowing down. Um, you know, we've got a lot of other stuff planned.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that that's great news. Now, it might be kind of a basic question and you definitely do not have to go into details on this, but I'm just kind of interested in general. So with having the visas denied, did you learn something from that experience that you can next time correct or whatever it happens to be, get things so that you would have it like, did you learn from that where you will next time be able to get the visas approved? That kind of thing.
1: It's a great question. And I think um, the biggest thing was like just around it's kind of like applying for a job without having, like, you know, they say you need the experience to get the job, but you have oh. to do the job to get the experience. <laughs> right. Um, right. So I think we can all relate to that. Right. But I think of the course. biggest thing as well, the biggest thing, the other thing around that is just, you know, while we are a band that has a lot of amazing support and like a great community, like it's not factored into the visa application, right? It's right, not, right. um, they're looking for how many headline, how many headlines have you done? How many festivals have you done? How much money have you commanded? Like, it's very, it's very kind of clear cut. Yes. Um, and if you're not quite at the level, and plus we don't have like, we're DIY, right? So we don't have the, um, label backing, you know, the, yeah. Exactly. And right. like, I'm fine with that normally, but in this case, like it would have been great to have like a big, you know, agent pushing for you in the States, someone who knows the ins and outs. And it's not that we didn't have that support. We had legal advice on everything that we did actually in this process, including the recommendation at the end to to sort of um, understand where we stood with getting the visas. Um, but it really is just about, we probably needed to give ourselves an extra six months even before Blue Ridge. Yeah.
0: Ah. Okay. To really yeah.
1: to really make sure we were ticking every single box. Um, and it's just been stricter since COVID too. It's harder. Oh yeah. It's, it's harder to come over and work because <laughs> which is what this is at the end of the day. And and even even trying to find loopholes in it, you, you can't because you put yourself at risk of of, of getting in trouble. Oh it's yeah. Just not, it's, just not, it's just not it's it's not a road that's that's well traveled, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> so. No,
0: no, definitely not. No, I think we need to petition the whole visa committee. The whole United States, why don't they have an area where you can put the amount of followers and, and people like, why isn't there a Twitter box and a Facebook box and Instagram boxes?
1: And you know what? That's, that's, I mean, I might be ignorant, Ian, but I thought that there was like an element of that in there. Like, somewhere. I would actually,
0: honestly, with, with the way it is, I would have thought there would have been something
1: there too. Sure. It's like something, but it wasn't, it was very much like contracts, um, letters of recommendation from high standing people. And you know how many big festivals have you played here and overseas? And I'm like, we've done we've done two headline tours, right? Like we're right. not like we've we've played some amazing shows around Australia, but compared to other bands who have toured ten times over and played the big shows here, it's it's not even in the same ballpark. We're still a very new touring band because right. of COVID. You know, we lost those years, and um, we were probably ready to tour as COVID hit. You know, that's a story that a lot of bands I think faced around the beginning of 2020. But, um, you know, like I said, we use it We use it to bounce back and we haven't slowed down. And um, for me, it's just a chance to sort of, like I said, refresh and, and um, you know, get get my mind in the best possible place. Um, I'm really excited by the new music we have been working on. And I know people are going to um, be happy to hear that. You know, oh, yeah. that's a huge priority for us going forward.
0: Absolutely. Well, besides, so for you, when you talk about de-stressing and kind of getting away from everything for a little bit is it the travel part that works for you? Do you Are you literally getting away or is there somewhere else or something else that you do to relax and get out of your head and kind of calm yourself for that next time where you're going to go, you know, and hit music again and hit touring and all that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, I think for me, it's probably taking a break from some social media stuff is probably the first thing. It's just being able to sort of give your brain a rest from, um, you know, trying to, uh, just, just to take, you know, it's like you, you do anything over and over again every day. Sometimes it's good to sort of take that step back. So even a couple of days, let alone a couple of weeks right. of just sort of clearing your mind, it gives you a whole new perspective on things. Um, so I think there's that, and probably just yeah, getting out of my environment. Like I work full time, right. um, you know, in a in a demanding job. You know, the band, I love the band stuff is incredible, but it fits in around like other aspects. Like anyone who who's balanced multiple things, you know, knows you know you've got to fit in. You know, oh, yeah. different priorities. Um, so I think just having that that breather from that routine is 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 the sort of jolt that is
0: needed. Yeah. Sorry, it was funny. I had to pause there because I was watching the screen and listening, and your screen is still talking. So I was like, oh, he's continuing on with what you are saying. I gotta <laughs> yeah, I gotta get out of that habit. It's yeah. trippy. <laughs> it really is. It, it truly is. So We'll we'll talk a little bit more about this trip, you know, before we move on to some other stuff. But I wanted to ask you, you know, you mentioned being a huge Disney fan. So I've never been to it's Disneyland in California, right? Right. Yeah, right. I I've been to Disney World in Florida before. I think one time I was able to go there. For you being a huge fan, what do you look forward to the most when you go to the park?
1: I love this question. This is a great. This is already one of my favorite parts ever. Oh, very so, um, Um. <laughs> I think I I think it's just the whole uh the magic around like and again like everyone has their different views on like things that they love but for me I've really connected to like the inspiration and like the imagination behind like what they do and it's inspired me a lot like as a musician you know to be able to reach into like my own like sense of self and how I want to like you know write and and perform and create music that like has an impact on people. And I think just being in that space around the parks, you really just feel inspired. And um, like I said, yeah, it's 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 actually tiring walking around the park all day, but the oh, actual yeah. experience is very like, you know, it, for me, it's always just filled my heart with a lot of positive energy and, and happiness. And oh, if yeah. you find something that makes you happy, that can be a good source to draw upon. Oh, Speaking sure. of things that make me happy. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. No, that's that's absolutely true. And I like that, too. You know, we even made the joke before we started. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what uh, <laughs> Before we even started, we kind of made the joke of positivity, even though the style of music that you choose, the style of music that I love, all that kind of stuff. It always seems more negative than it actually has to be. I think drawing that positivity through real life experiences and all that kind of stuff is extremely i know i'm I'm on my soapbox right now but i know this has been said a million times but i always appreciate that in the type of music that we love and what you guys do as a band
1: yeah i think there's something in that you know i think people like what i love about you know being in this band and being able to write music is being able to um connect with people and sometimes that can be through positive you know Emotions, sometimes that can be through shared experiences. sometimes it can be through negative like things you've gone through. And I think that's just what makes music such a great you know tool for people and why people love love music and love supporting their favorite bands and love going on, you know, following their favorite bands. Right. It's a really powerful thing.
0: yeah, it really is. it's i i've I've been kind of blown away recently, I, and I think a lot of it has to do with social media, but how serious people take their love of certain bands and there's a lot of times where you'll have a conversation with somebody like you know you meet someone at a show right and you're talking about music you're talking about favorite bands and stuff and you'd be surprised maybe of how personally some people take like if you don't like something or if you like some other band more than another band people take that stuff really seriously i don't remember it being that way so many years ago but it seems like it's really something that people take to heart and i don't know it's almost like they see everyone as as close friends or family that kind of thing
1: i think it's it's one thing about music that i that again like it can be a positive thing it can be a negative thing depending on how like people like want to communicate like with the world and stuff around the music they listen to but i think people there's always going to be like that passion and heart people have for their favorite bands. People will defend their favorite bands to the end of the earth. Oh, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. They'll go through um, all sorts of, you know, experiences and they'll share those, you know, within themselves listening to the music that they love. Yeah. So I think there's always that, there's always that level of that passion. And we're so lucky with our band that we have people that we have genuine, like, you know, connections with and that we share our lives with. And that's, you know, the one thing about doing music that is always going to be worth it to me, I'll always keep coming back because it's a um, it's that sense of community around, not just within our band, but it's in the metal and metalcore community in itself mm-hmm. um, that I really that I really love.
0: Yeah, I always I always find it funny when I talk to what I call, and I think other people do sometimes too, "quote unquote" normies. When you talk yeah. to people that don't really listen to our style of music or aren't in our scene. And you try to explain to them how much we love the music that we listen to and how, yeah, of course, you know, there's a mosh pit and people are kind of hurting themselves or other people at some points. But when you fall on the ground, you pick that person back up. It's a lot different than when you're at a pop show and there's a stampede of people and no one seems to care. They're just trying to get close to the artist. It's a lot more, at least I like to feel, that it's a lot more of a community in our scene compared to a lot. Maybe that's just favoritism and what I grew up in. I don't know. I like to think the positivity uh sorry, I like to think the positivity in that maybe. But tell me if I'm wrong on that. That's always how I feel.
1: I think I think it's very true. Um obviously there's always going to be like the one off or the the subgroup of people that might, you know, not necessarily be be that. And I think that's like anything, right? You've got like the majority and then people who, you know, might not fall into that. But from my experience going to going to shows Know post hardcore metalcore shows. I've loved meeting people, and and um, people have been very friendly. And it's a good environment to be in. And people understand, you know, yeah the the power of music. And yeah, it sounds really cliche, but um, it's you know, people we we have like that shared love of music, and that's a really cool cool thing. And we've tried to you know emulate that in our community in terms of giving people a space where they can feel. you know, feel valued and feel heard. And we want everyone to be able to have a voice and we all support each other, you know?
0: Yeah, no, so. I, absolutely. Well, let's, let's change gears a little bit because I think we've talked, we've done this somewhat before. I also want to bring up, you had two recent events that are kind of intertwined. Let's say you were on the news the other night <laughs> uh, because <laughs> <Here we go. laughs> yeah, because of a, of a new event. Uh, that you had shared with everyone as well where uh, Coldplay is going to be playing in Perth and there's a competition or at least a contest. I'm not exactly sure. I hope you can go into it a little bit more of trying to get to be an opener for when Coldplay plays in Perth. So can you go into that a little bit?
1: Yeah. So like they put the call out, they're playing like two massive, massive stadium shows um, at at our stadium, Optus Stadium. And they're looking they put a call out saying hey we're looking for a local opener like and it's like in conjunction with our government here there's like a i think it's like a $15,000 grant to go along with the winner so it's it's, it's significant yeah and we were like okay like that's cool like why not um you know why not put ourselves out there and see what people think and then we were lucky enough that um you know people were like really into the idea and people started tagging us in the posts and they started you know um Sharing like the word that we would be a good open and I, I was we would me and the boys were just blown away so yeah shortly after that the news reached out and said hey we're doing a story on a couple of the bands that are sort of in the mix of this thing would you like to speak to us and we were like we'd love to so it just kind of all happened really quickly and um, yeah it's a cool it's a cool idea and I think it's cool that a band like Coldplay were prepared to put you know the word out to the to the music um, community of of our state it's really right. exciting
0: what do you think realistically. What do you think the chances are for you?
1: I think it depends what they're looking for. If okay. they're looking for like, because it's not a popularity contest, right? Like, and ah, I think that's really okay. good. Yeah, yeah. It's not vote, vote. I think people were tagging us and that helps, you know, spread awareness, which is amazing. But the actual contest is judged by Coldplay's like representatives. And I think someone from the, from the department of tourism, who's uh, facilitating the grant, right? So they, they, they might not. They might not be looking for anything like us. They might not even have you know a heavier band on their radar. They might be looking for more of a singer songwriter, um, or oh, sure. someone who's like more of a more of a pop rock indie band. But if they have any um, appetite for a band that's maybe a little bit different, um, that you know has a love for what they do and they enjoy you know anything that we do, you know you yeah. never know. I'm not going to rule it out. You know you've got to dream. you got to dream big sometimes, and that's what we, we we're doing here. So it's great. Yeah.
0: Why not? Why not? Yeah. So I also want to go back a little bit to being on the news. So how, how either frustrating was that, or how amazing did you feel doing that? Is that is that something that you kind of gravitated towards, or was it something that you kind of felt awkward doing?
1: I think. I mean, the guys were amazing. Like we only got, and I knew that they would only have a very short segment for us. Like I put it on our Facebook page today. Um, but it's um, the guys spoke incredibly well, um, and obviously they can only use a very small portion of it. Right. But it was it was fun. Like it was kind of like, hey, they want to talk to us tomorrow. Let's book our rehearsal room and go and jam. And that's what we did. Um, so it was a fun experience. yeah, it was it was great. And um I appreciate the the network, Channel Seven like reaching out and giving even like a band like us even the chance to be seen. like it was it was cool, something different that we didn't expect,
0: yeah, yeah, because I, I mean, I can't tell you the last time or if ever that I've watched a local news station and there was a band yeah. that I liked on there. Like, especially, yeah. <laughs> I mean, any time, think about a metalcore band or post-hardcore band or something that is on an actual, like, getting any promotion whatsoever, not from the venue that's already putting them up, you know?
1: Absolutely. And I think even the fact that they were willing to, I mean, it is a big deal. Like, if you have, and not not for us, like, it's cool to be on the news, but I mean, the Coldplay contest is a big deal. Yes. Because, yeah. like, it's going to be like 120,000 people. Wow. It's a lot. Like yeah. it's a huge, I think there's two shows. I think, you know, they've got 60,000 at each show. It's massive. Wow. So for them to be able to like put the word out for, for bands like us to have, to have a chance, even like if it's 1% or 10% or whatever, yeah, it's it's a cool local story. So I think um, it's good that the news were, were prepared to sort of dive another layer deeper and say, what are some of the bands that people are sort of putting forth for this? Yeah. So it's cool.
0: No, that's that's very cool. So I'm trying to think, I I, I know we wanted to talk a little bit about some of the new releases that came out today because I think that's interesting to people, but I do want to, before we do that, because I'm sure we're going to take some questions from people at some point too, but before we do that, I definitely want to talk a little bit about how you mentioned you've been working on new music, right? Because yeah. you know we went from Wishful Thinking in 2022 and then this year, You've released, you know, technically it's three singles because you did Bad Habit with uh, Joey of Varsity. So you've released yeah. those this year so far. So I guess really the first question is do you plan on, you know, you're gonna take a break, but there's still plenty of this year left. Do you see new music coming this year?
1: I do. I do. Awesome. I think okay. um if everything goes to plan, we'll have um we'll have stuff to share before the years out for sure. Um and yeah, I, I don't want to give too much oh, away, sure. but one thing I will one thing I will say is that I think we've really, as a band, come together and found like different elements of our sound in terms of like I think we've got some songs that are some of our heaviest we've ever written, but I also think you know some of the stuff we've done with melodies and like trying to sort of branch out and, and evolve. I don't know that's like a taboo word sometimes in music, but like genuinely try and like level ourselves up. We've been really hard at work at that too, so we'll definitely have some stuff to share and um as always between that there'll be like lots of fun along the way so oh sure i'm looking forward to looking forward to getting back and resetting and um you know seeing what we can get some new music out to people
0: yeah absolutely and now also on that note too kind of intertwining new music and then what we talked about before do you think you're going to still be trying to sell to labels do you think you're going to be looking more into especially with what happened with the visas are you going to be really trying to sell yourself to see if a label or agent or whatnot can actually get you to get those tours and everything that you're looking for
1: you know i think we'll definitely keep an open mind but um we've we've sort of looked at um some different this is kind of boring music talk but we've sort of looked at some different distributors and and whatnot who can help give us a leg up and um, support our band as we put new music out there so we've been doing that um, which is exciting because um, we're pretty much fully, fully independent at the moment, right. which is great. But also, as we've kind of seen, does have some some ceiling um, at certain points. So we'll definitely keep an open mind. And we are sort of on the lookout for for an agent as well to help with future touring um, in the US and beyond. Um, so, I mean, the US is kind of probably the hardest place. I've been told that going to somewhere like a Europe or somewhere, you know, other other places are potentially easier to to, to get into. Yeah. So we may look at other touring options for next year, but um it's all on the table. And I think that's what makes it very exciting. You know, we've we've got a blank canvas and we'll see where it kind of takes us.
0: Yeah. No, that that makes sense. I think I said that a bunch of times, but it does. You're speaking sense, Tom. I, I appreciate it. So we we wanted to I know we had talked about this a little bit. We wanted to talk about some of the new releases that came out today and obviously yesterday for you since you're over there in australia so i i want to ask now i can i can list out some of the things that i had shared today as well but off the top of your head do you know any bands that you were blown away by that you really enjoyed i love
1: the new what was Me single like that blew me away it was very oh yeah 20 it was just like a throwback i was like oh my god like this is this is what i've been looking for from that band um you know Really excited by that and probably the other release that I've I haven't really gotten into like I listened to it like twice, but like mm-hmm. I loved when I when I heard it, like the twi- two times I did listen to it, it was a new word alive album. I'm ah, really sure. excited by that release. Yeah. Um and um there's so much more I've got to dive into. I had it like I said with the broadcast yesterday, there's still so much I have to dive into over this weekend. Um, but it probably gives me some stuff to listen to on the on the flight over next week as well. So I'm looking forward oh, to
0: yeah. checking it all out. No, you'll have you have plenty of time. Yeah, I like that. I like the word "alive" album. Um, I think it was probably probably their best release in the last three albums. Would be my guess. I I think they took enough from each era of their styles of music and put it together. The only thing that I found a little bit maybe it'll grow on me, but I did feel like they had changed a lot of their their kind of structure to be very radio friendly. You know what I mean
1: yeah I think they've they've always been a band that's like never I think they've always tried to push themselves to improve as songwriters and like sometimes that can translate sometimes people aren't I'm the biggest fan of that, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed the way they mix things up and like there were some heavier moments yeah, um and yeah. I personally like I'm a sucker for like a great chorus and like a like a real just a punchy like song and I think they kind of delivered that, but I'm looking forward to going back and sort of checking out which ones might be my favorite. Um, I really like the collab they did with Loveless um, and um, I think one of the songs on their new reality. So yeah, I really enjoyed really enjoyed the record, but I understand when a band like that who's had roots coming up as like a heavier, even in some ways technically heavier for like oh, yeah. a metalcore band. And then they sort of veer in that, that, that way. Sometimes it hits with people, sometimes it doesn't. So I, yeah. I, I do understand both sides of the coin.
0: Yeah. And they've kind of been going in that direction for a while, but I did appreciate, I think Telly was screaming a lot more in this album, Mm, which mm. I always appreciate. And look, anytime I see featuring from first to last, you know, I'm going to be excited. Yeah,
1: dude. So I I, I thought, I thought you'd appreciate that. (laughs)
0: Oh yeah. Anytime. And I remember, I remember when uh, Travis on, I think it was actually Twitter or whatever was, he was like, wait a second when did I do anything on this? And Matt, Matt could had to respond. And when I was singing on it, so that's why they put from first to last. So I, I've always been a fan of Matt singing. Um, I know everyone loves sunny, you know, loves Skrillex and, not, and whatnot, but I always liked yeah. when Matt was able to take, Oh, I love both of them, but I appreciate hearing Matt sing on a lot of different, you know, styles of music. And obviously he is now probably the greatest. I don't know. What do you want to say? Radio rock, pop producer that there is out there because he does he's
1: he's, yeah yeah, definitely he's up there
0: he does everything and i i don't know if you got a chance to listen to it but did you listen to the new asking alexandria or you did not have time for that
1: i did listen to it um didn't get the chance to fully like set immerse myself in it because i kind of i put on albums sometimes when i'm working so you know like if i'm concentrating on a certain task i don't get to really sort of soak it in but i enjoyed like parts of what i heard um I've sort of got an interesting relationship with that band because I feel like the last few albums with me I haven't I haven't loved them like connected to but um as much, but I'm looking forward to like the singles they have released have been awesome. So I'm looking forward to um yeah, giving it like a real shot. And you're right. I don't know if Matt produced that album, but the, oh, like, he the did. stuff he's done for them before yeah. has been cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I think he I think he, he produced it and then he co wrote well, I know he also co-wrote some songs for Word Alive as well. I think he's all over the place. I think he just does he's, everything. He's a busy man. Yeah, he's, he's a, a busy man. Very, very busy man. But yeah, I I thought to me it was probably their best album since the black to me. And I I wasn't blown away by it, but there were hints of a lot more I, and I'm having trouble putting into words, but it reminded me a little bit about their old selves. But for some yeah. reason, I think they've taken such a huge turn that I don't know if they know who they are anymore. And I think that's where the title of the album came from. Where do we go from here? Because I, I actually don't think they know.
1: It's interesting, isn't it? I think um they've always, they came up so so quickly, they sort of pioneered, helped to pioneer that that early, you know, 2010s, you know, scene sound. Um, sure. But I think they've, they've had an incredible career, you know, so I think that's, you know, to be doing this as long as they have, um, I got a lot of respect for that band, and I'm, I'm again, I'm looking forward to seeing what moments on this new album connect with me.
0: Oh yeah, no, absolutely. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to look down. So you didn't get a chance to listen to anything else uh, new other than that, or was there anything else? They're
1: the, they're the main ones I listened to. I gave, I gave the new Spirit Box to listen, but I sure. haven't. Again, it was just in the background. I need to, I need to line up my new release Friday.
0: Yeah. and dive in. <laughs> oh,
1: I think okay. at some point. What was your favorite? what did What did you love out of the new out of the new releases? What was your pick?
0: So I appreciated the word alive for sure. I'm gonna have to give that another couple of listens as well because I think there's gonna be stuff on there that's gonna grow on me. Uh, I have to give Ellis Dunes a listen to. I didn't get a chance to go into that, but I also really enjoyed the new Holding Absence album as well. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course, it, it's, there was so much stuff. That came out today, so I know there's there's a lot of stuff people have to get up, uh, you know, and really get into. But I mean, there were even like small, like I actually, by the way, we should go back. I actually really liked the "Woe Is Me" uh single as well. I I love when a band comes back and sounds like they did before. That's a that's yeah. a big deal. That's a big deal to me because I see a lot of bands, and I'll I'll let them re- remain nameless for now. But I I've seen a lot of bands as you have. Come back after years of not being a band, and then they completely changed their sound. And it's like, well, I'm glad you're making music again, but I wanted you to be who you were, not now. You know what I mean? And I know that sounds a little selfish, but I I thought that was the point of coming back was to make the music that you're making back then.
1: It's so it's such an interesting debate, like you know, thought process. Like on one hand, I can get when bands come back, they want to sort of make the music that they love, um, and they, you know, in terms of like what they're inspired by now. But I understand like that from a fan perspective, you're like, damn, like you know, I want more of that. Like I want more of what I was like loving before, you know? right? So yeah, I think <laughs> there's two <laughs> ways to go about. It. I think I think whatever comes like naturally to the band, like if they're coming back and they're like, yeah, we're like we're just like loving, like we're just right back in the groove. Or if they're like we want to try something new, I get that too, you know. Probably yeah. see both sides of the coin, but um, it can it can be interesting to see either way, yeah. yeah. And the What Was Me one really did did hit for me because I loved how much it reminded me of their old sound while still sounding very very modern and fresh at the same time.
0: Yeah, that chorus really came in fresh, dude. So good. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, That's no, fun. they they did a very good job on that. And then I would say for sure, I I think the single that blew me away the most, and I think people have heard me talk about this for a long time, but I am a huge set to stun fan so cool. have, oh. uh, you ha, you know set to stun right
1: yeah yeah sure yeah, okay. i've so, listened to the new
0: stuff but. well yeah they they put out they put out like a single every 2 years or every 3 years and for <laughs> some reason this year we got two of them so it's like a 7 minute song and i just love everything that they do I, I am constantly blown away by all the genres that they're mixing while telling this extremely long story because they're, they're a storytelling band as well. And it's only three yeah. of them too. So I'm just blown away anytime. So if anyone out there has either never heard of set to stun or didn't know that their new song came out today, do yourself a favor and go listen to that because it is so wildly out there and so original and unique. I, I, I can't speak highly enough.
1: Amazing. I'll have to check it out myself. So, so we we need a recommendation playlist from yourself Ian, for our for our <laughs> listeners to to check out and go through and go and check out some of the picks picks I, of the
0: last month. I used to I used to do that. You're right. Maybe that's the thing to do. And by the way, and not a not a you know kind of a cheap plug here, but I do try and put out every Thursday, and then I update it every Friday all the hashtag new music Friday stuff on Facebook. So if anyone's looking for what I'm going to be checking out and what I know is coming out, that might be worthwhile. Feel free to check that out as well, because that's what I, I was just reading off that list when we were talking. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's kind of just the way I like it. But by the way, man, I think we have made almost 50 minutes here. I think we're, wow. or, or actually that might've been when I started recording when we hadn't actually connected.
1: No, I think, I think we've, I think we're at 40, yeah, nearly at 47 minutes. So that's, okay, a, that's an bad. amazing effort and it's, it's been working the whole time. So I'm really excited by this. This is good. This, yeah. is, this is, this is very, it's better than I thought it would go with the yeah. technology. So it's exciting. <laughs> I
0: really, I really like this whole live thing. Like I, I very much enjoy this and I, wow. I had mentioned this to you and I, hopefully the people in the chat will find this funny, but I, I do so many of these shows where we have wifi connections and If you're a state away from me or in the same state, it's terrible. But for some reason, from here to Australia and here to Germany and here to the UK, because I just had caskets on and they had the best Wi-Fi and you have great Wi-Fi. It's insane to me (laughs) that we had to deal with I
1: think it's it's so funny. Like we're on the other side of the world streaming live on Facebook. I'm in my like little office and you're on the other side of the world yep. and it's just worked out beautifully. I think um I mean I was I said to Ian before, but for those watching, like we I was worried that if I was to like, you know, tell everyone this was happening, but it didn't work at all, it would just like be a letdown. So now that I know that this is something that we can do, we'll have to do a uh, another one. Oh um, yeah. Maybe get get everyone in and just uh yeah because i was like oh everyone come at 10 p.m eastern like and then like the streaming thing doesn't work you guys might notice i'm using a different um obviously to make sure everyone can hear Ian. Yeah. so i just you know technology is not my not my strong point but today it's been it's been friendly enough to both of us so we'll take
0: it no it's it's working and by the way i just saw uh it stream past but i think it's brianna uh who's in boston right now i i lived in boston For 10 years or so, like the first time that Tom and I started talking on the show, I've been doing this show for around 15 years or so. And Tom and I started there, and it's the same thing. I could be talking to somebody in Boston and have terrible Wi-Fi connection, but then talking to him in Australia and other people in other countries, it's perfect. And I don't know Uh why, I don't know why that happens. But now I'm in Austin because I only moved to places that rhyme. That's my why story. not? Why not? Yeah, ex-
1: exactly. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah.
0: So Tom, I think, I think with, I mean, we can still talk more, but it might be a good time to take some questions. So did you see any scroll by? I've been kind of going back and forth with my other screen. So I, I have think- not seen much.
1: I think um, just the the one thing I touch on from a question standpoint. I think people being thank you guys for being in the chat and watching, and for anyone who watches this after, like oh, Ian yeah. said, it will be on the um, on streaming on Spotify and stuff yep. for those who listen to the audio. Uh, but firstly, thank you again for those who have sent us stars. Really, really appreciate it. Um, it helps us a lot. Um, I think just the main thing is um, Brianna was saying about like how much she appreciates the p67 community so i guess i just wanted to use this as a chance to shout out you know everyone um and sticking with us obviously it's been a crazy like time over the last um you know couple of months with the with everything that's happened but you know i think we've really shown you know like how your supporters, your support you know for our band has impacted us and um just wanted to make sure i give a huge shout out to everyone who's who's been there for us we really appreciate you and um obviously Ian as well, giving us a chance to have a chat and, um, you know, go through some, cause like I said to you before we jumped on the call, you know, when I do these lives and it's just me and I love it and I'm definitely going to continue to do that, but I jump around so much. I'll be like, I'm talking about like, you know, my favorite, um, my favorite release of the the day. And then I'll be talking about, you know, what I had for breakfast three weeks ago. Like there's (laughs) no, there's no rhyme or reason. (laughs) So, um, it's cool. But if, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh no, no. Go go ahead. I no, it's it's one of those things I I completely agree. I mean, doing this show for as long as I have, I I went through, you know, having one co-host and then I went to okay, well that co-host is gone. Maybe I just do it by myself. And I've done those hour, 2 hours of going through and doing album reviews and new releases and talking about news, making jokes, all that kind of stuff. But to me, as much as I know, I can come in my studio and I can turn on the mic and I can put anything I want out there. I always like having somebody to bounce things off of a lot more than just bouncing it off myself.
1: Absolutely, it's so cool, and I think you know we've said before we could talk we could talk music for hours. You know, we've got so much. You know, there's so much to cover. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, to give to give like bands like us, you know, a bit of a platform um, to tell our stories and um, you know. Like the chat, I'm really happy that the live worked out. We could get people being able to see see us do this in person because this is pretty much what it's like. You know, we'll just fire up a Zoom call and yeah, and just shoot. You know, shoot with what's sort of been going on. And I think um, that's why podcasts are so good and why you know, I love listening to your show. It's just a chance to hear like a conversation, and it's it's great. It's really Thank cool. You,
0: yeah, it's it's one of the favorite things. Like I said, I hate the marketing part. I hate the editing part of of doing things, <laughs> but just to sit down and talk to somebody who is so passionate about music and life. Like that's the other thing too. It's not always just talking about music. It's talking about everything that's going on in your life, right? Like we're talking about how you're going on a trip. You know, the, it might be, it might, been a, it might have been, sorry, music was the reason for the trip originally, but now you get to skew off into something that you love, which is going to Disneyland. So you talk about that kind of stuff, just talking about life, it's, it's fulfilling and it's able to vent in a way so it's kind of a cathartic experience the same way music's got to be for you when you're making everything just right there i don't know that's how i always feel
1: definitely yeah and it's good to that's why i love jumping on and doing these these lives without with our friends in the chat normally too because you get a chance to just kind of like like vent not vent but like to just talk you know and talk to people who understand and um you know, people who are like, like you mentioned earlier, this community that we're a part of is generally very, um, very compassionate and understanding. And I think people who are going through, you know, things in their lives, you can, you can always find a place to tell your story. So yeah, it's cool.
0: Absolutely. Well, look, I, I didn't see, did I miss anything that, that we, no, no, I think,
1: I think we've got it all. I think we've got it all covered, which is fantastic. We'll definitely have to do a, Another one in the future, like I said, yeah. whether we maybe get the full band on and do like a Q&A oh, type yeah. thing. or That'd be a lot of fun. Some scene trivia, perhaps. I know we've yes. spoken about it before, but I think that's in the cards.
0: I thought, believe me, I actually thought about blindsiding you with that today. But <laughs> I, I didn't want to do it because I knew we'd have, I didn't want to put you on the spot in front of a bunch of people in the chat. So uh, I thought about I'd, it. I'd, really. I'd, be, I'd
1: be more scared that I know all the answers. That would worry me more, to be honest.
0: <laughs> I, would be, I would just be so proud of you. I think that was uh, the case. love that. All right. Well, look, this is what we'll do is we'll we'll end this then uh in a second. Uh Tom, just obviously end the live thing and then we'll we'll talk a little bit off air as well. But obviously, I think I think we still want to do a plug section, right? Because it's still it's still sure. going out on the podcast. So obviously sure, you're sure. taking a little break and then you'll be back with new music coming out, you know, this year. Obviously, all the other crazy cool stuff that you'll be doing on social media as well. You have, I know you have merch. Now, by the way, are those boxes behind you? Are those merch at all?
1: Oh my God. Yeah. So you get to see in, inside the merch lab. So yeah,
0: this
1: is, you, you can see and you can't, uh, the, you've got like the, it's it's a lot. So yeah, That's this is my merch packing facility. There you um, go. And, um.
0: Oh, look at that. Yeah, one. obviously
1: <laughs> for, <laughs> for those who are on the, um, for those who are on the, uh, on the podcast feed, obviously just search patient 67 all spelt with letters um and you can join us on our journey and we'd love to see you there and obviously we love chatting to and meeting new people um yeah we'll definitely be keeping you guys up to date with you know new releases and stuff you know going through the year um but ian i would love for you to plug your wonderful platform for those who may be watching or watching later on who see this on their feed
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you very much. By the way, I will have links in the description of the episode for everything Patient 67, so you'll be able to get merch, you'll be able to follow, do all that. But yeah, if you like this kind of talk, if you like the in-depth conversation, and believe me, Tom and I have actually gone even more in-depth multiple times on the show before, you know, hour and a half long shows, stuff like that. So if you like that kind of long-form Uh, Talk with a band to really know how passionate they are about music and everything in life. Uh, You can look up Real Ian Scene on Facebook and Instagram. And then on Spotify, Apple Music, all that, it's Ian's Untitled Scene Show That's where everything will be. It's all for free. I do this because I love it. So I appreciate everyone taking the time to come out and do this. And I've been waiting to talk to Tom for a while again. And this just seemed like the perfect way to do it. So thank you everyone for spending your time with us. And Tom, thank you once again for doing this as well.
1: Uh, Anytime, man. It was fantastic. And thanks again to everyone who joined. Um, And we definitely look forward to hanging out again in the future. Uh, Keep an eye out um, for the episode dropping. and uh, yeah, love. We, I'm very passionate and thankful for you guys, and we'll definitely be speaking soon. Thanks, guys. See you later. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.